Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today, taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with us. You definitely want to take some notes today because um, Dr. Monique always has a lot to share. And so lots of wisdom, lots of teaching, and just information, you know, so you definitely want to take some notes today. You want to have some water handy and just get ready um, for a wonderful conversation. We always have so much fun. And, you know, our, our mission here is to support you in being the best version of you living your greatest life. And part of that is having these wonderful conversations with these wonderful guest speakers. And Monique is one of those who is an expert in this field of, you know, ancestry, uh, ancestral story clearing, talking to the ancestors, anything to do with creating a sacred space and altar with your ancestors and so much more. So we're going to talk to Dr. Monique today about ancestral story clearing, healing relationship wounds and generational trauma. And so part of that also, you know, what we're going to do is take some live caller questions and Monique is going to do some live story clearing and ancestral messages also during the call. So, uh, and we're going to talk about and learn about how your ancestors' stories might be disrupting your happiness, which three of the nine karmic stories are impacting your relationships, how to know if the three relationship karmic stories are affecting your relationships and career, how ancestral story clearing can guide you to better relationships with your friends, families, coworkers, clients, and community, and yourself, and how your ancestors' life experiences, wisdom, courage, and resilience can guide you to the loving and meaningful, meaningful relationships you desire, and how to invite your ancestors into your life for guidance and, and support. And that's a big one, inviting them into your life to, to receive the guidance, to receive the support, knowing that they're always with you. And so for those of you who don't know Dr. Monique, she is a regular on our show. She's been with us many, many times. Absolutely love having her on the show. We have so much fun and I always learn something new. Um, so Dr. Monique is a spiritual teacher and an ancestor story clearing practitioner who uses the healing power of your life stories and your ancestors guidance to help you create a clear path for living your soul's purpose. So I'm excited to talk to Dr. Monique, as we always are. And like I, every time we have Dr. Monique on the show, I always say, oh my God, you have to come back and share some more. You have to come back and share some more. So I'm so glad that you're here with us today. So everyone, please join me in welcoming Dr. Monique to the show. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I always love joining you, talking to you. It's just, it's always so wonderful. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. And so I want to ask you, what's been going on for you, you know, before we get into the topics and everything that we're going to talk about, what's been going on with you, for you, like, in this busy time that we have, uh, you know, with this new 2020 year that we're in, all these beautiful energies, what have you, you know, what have the ancestors been telling you about the energy of this time and space? It's interesting. The ancestors have been sharing with me, and, and this comes through in many of my sessions, the ancestors have been sharing that this is a time when family healers are being selected to come forward and clear the energies in their families, clear these karmic stories that are not healthy, that are not really helping the families, the current living generation and future generations, not allowing them to really experience the deep joy that they can experience. And the ancestors are also saying, you know, we're here, we're here. We want to support you. We want to help you. We want to provide you with guidance and information. And I find them showing up more 
I find that many of my clients, as I'm, you know, talking to my clients, are having these beautiful experiences with the ancestors that they've never had before. Even people who have been doing this work and who have felt a connection to the ancestors are finding these connections are deeper. They're feeling more protected. So the ancestors are really sharing with me that this is a time for people to clear these stories from their families. And there are certain family members that are being selected to do this. So it's really fun when I hear about a family member that's been selected to do this work because we get to really make an even bigger impact in the world by clearing these karmic stories from their families. I love it. And that's the thing. We're all being called to do more, right? We're all being called to actually show up, aren't we? In a, in a, in we a, not, not necessarily a bigger way, but just show up more, right? We are. We are. We definitely are. We're being called. Yeah. And sometimes it's not necessarily in a bigger way, right? Sometimes yeah. it's just being more present, being more aware um, and listening and following the guidance. And sometimes it's more that than it is, oh, it needs to be really big. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So for those uh, listeners who may be new to your work and to you, can you talk to us a little bit about what is ancestral story clearing? Because somebody, some people may not know, right? Yes. Okay. So the stories of your ancestors are embedded in your DNA. And those stories sometimes can be very empowering stories of courage and resilience and sometimes they're stories of betrayal and abuse and abandonment and violence. These stories are passed down from generation to generation to generation, and they show up in our lives in multiple ways. How we respond to situations, how we connect to people, the abundance that does or doesn't flow to us. Uh, they show up some of the illnesses that we experience. So they show up in many ways in our lives. And the ancestors want to work with us to release and clear these stories. And so what I'm able to do is connect with the ancestors that have experienced some of the nine karmic stories that I work with. I connect with the ancestors, identify where the story began, and then work with that ancestor to begin to clear that story out of what I call the spiritual DNA in the spirit world, clear that story from there so that the current and future generations don't have to continuously experience that story. And, you know, stories like abandonment where generations and generations and generations, and by the way, abandonment is probably one of the largest, I mean, one of the biggest um, karmic stories that people want to clear. You know, mm -hmm. I have more people that want to clear that story than anything. But when we clear that story, we stop repeating this cycle of abandonment abandonment, abandonment, abandonment. We stop repeating that cycle. So we don't have to continue to experience it. Our children don't have to continue, grandchildren and so forth. And yeah. So by connecting with these ancestors, we then clear that story. And then we, we invite those ancestors to join us, to support us, to guide us, to protect us, to open doors that may be closed, to heal relationships that may need to be healed. These, re these relationships with our ancestors can do all of those things for us and support us on this journey, giving us a lift in the world. And so that's really what ancestral story clearing is. And you know, we could all use a little bit of a lift now and then, for sure, absolutely. 
And so <clears throat> I've always, <coughs> it's interesting. I was gonna let that go. Um, so there was a question there, but it's gone. So we are gonna be taking live color questions in just a little bit, okay? I know that somebody already has their hand raised. We are gonna be taking some live color questions and you can either raise your hand or you can type your question in, in the chat. Um, Nikki, I mean Nikki. I saw Nikki's name somewhere. Anyways, <laughs> so, okay. there's a, so there's a Nikki somewhere. Oh, I'll well, that's my, my nickname, oh, yeah. so that's okay. No, it's because Sandra had written in, how's Nikki doing? And so that caught my, that caught my eye too. Um, <clears throat> So what I say, um, you can type in your questions in the chat and or you can raise your hand and my voice is going for some reason. So, um, Monique, <laughs> I, th I think you just talked a little bit about what are karmic stories, right? And um, how do we know if we have them in our lives and in our lineage? Can you talk? I don't know why my throat is suddenly gone. So can you talk a little bit about that? Because sometimes people may not realize that. Um, the stuff that's going on in their life and in their lineage is because or due to uh, ancestors. Right. When you, if you look at your family lineage, so take a look at your parents, grandparents, current living generations, and if you're seeing certain patterns that are showing up, and we're talking more about relationships today, but it could be any patterns that are showing up, and I'll share what the other nine karmic stories are in a minute. But if you notice that there's a great deal of betrayal that shows up, you may have siblings who have been betrayed or siblings who may have gone through divorce, or maybe your parents experienced some sort of abuse, or there was abandonment, not only in, you know, your, maybe someone in your family abandoned you, but it could be generations back where there was abandonment. And when we talk about abandonment, we're not just talking about somebody who walks away. It can also be abandonment through early death and or death period. But or it can be an abandonment of withholding of love can be a form of abandonment. And when you see these patterns showing up in your family and you're noticing a numbers of people in your family are experiencing them, that's when you can pretty much be sure that there's some generational things that are going on and there's some ancestral karma that's happening that is continuing from generation to generation. So when we take a look at our families, we're able to tell that. Now I have people that will say to me sometimes, well, what if I don't know my ancestors or maybe they're adopted and they're not able to get that information? Then what I say is just take a look at what's happening in your life. What are you experiencing? What do you seem to be repeating when it comes to your relationships? Are you constantly getting involved with people who are abusive? Are they um, creating a betrayal? Are you finding that you're being abandoned frequently? Is there a lot of anger that you're experiencing? If you find that, then you'll know that there's some karmic stories there. Now, the beautiful thing is you actually have this car the support of the ancestors from your blood relatives, but you also have them, if you're adopted, from your adopted family as well. And so you bring on and you take on that energy. Now the energy is stronger from your bloodline, but you still receive some of the energy from your adoptive parents. Mm -hmm. When that happens, we have to work with both to clear those stories. You don't have to know your ancestors or even know your family history in order for you to do this work. We all know that we have parents. You know, we have a mother, we have a father. We, they had a mother and a father. 
we know that we have people in our lineage that have experienced certain things. One of the things that you can do is take a look at your family, um, like culturally, where do you come from? And what are some of the cultural traditions? What are some of the cultural experiences? What are some of the things that happen historically that may be impacting your family? If, for instance, your family went through some type of, um, let's say, drought or famine, then there may be some stories of poverty and lack that have been experienced. If your family members may have gone through the Holocaust, there's some abandonment, there's some violence, there's some abuse that may be showing up. Um, if family was enslaved, then you may have the same thing there, some abuse, violence, betrayal, abandonment. So you can take a look historically what has happened within your family culture and look at historically what has taken place. And then you can also see what karmic stories may be showing up in your life and work with them from there. So you don't have to know your family history. I have right behind me, well, on this side, is a book called Threads, which is my family history. My mother and my aunt spent 10 years researching our history and gathering stories and giving us you know, really beautiful information about our ancestors. And so that's great and that's really helpful, but it's not a must in order to do this work. And that's one of the points that I really want to make clear. The other thing that happens too is people will say, well, I had a really bad relationship with my mother or my grandmother or, you know, on my father's side, people weren't very nice or kind. I don't want to work with those ancestors. Well, starting out, you don't have to. We first work with those loving and kind ancestors those ancestors who bring support and love and our uh, ascended ancestors. We first work with them and we invite them in. And then when we invite them in, they're able to help guide us to the ancestors that need the clearing the most, the ancestors that need the, the healing and love the most, the ancestors that want to experience this clearing so that they can become ascended ancestors. So these ancestors that maybe you have heard negative stories about or maybe you experienced or had negative experiences with them, those ancestors may now be ready to really um, apologize and want to be forgiven for the things that they did wrong, for the things that they didn't do right, for the mistakes that they made. And because of that, when we work with them and we clear that, they are now a positive member on our spiritual team. They are um, able to give us guidance so that we don't repeat their stories, so that we don't repeat some of the things that they did. They're able to help us and support us. So it's a really beautiful experience when we invite these ancestors to be a part of our lives and to help guide us and support us on our journey. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So you, I, you know how I said at the very beginning of the call, take notes because Monique is going to have lots of wonderful information to share with you. So we just learned quite a bit right now about different types of ancestry, the ones that we've known, the ones that we haven't known, the ones that we were connected to and close to, the ones maybe not. So lots of information there. So thank you for that, Monique. Yes. Um, so we have lots of people with their hand raised and I'm going to tell you right now, you know, 
some of you have written, you know, wonderful questions. So, um, I, I, you know, please, you know, if you, if for me, I want you to have uh, a good experience and a transformative experience. So please don't ask for a general message. If you have a specific question about something in your life, ask that. Okay. I'm not going to take any questions about just to give me just a general message. No, I'm sure you have something specific that you would like to ask. So please, you know, this is the time to do that. Okay. So, um, because I know we all have stuff in our lives that we would like to get some clarity on. Right. So, you know, be vulnerable, you know, be, be vulnerable, be brave and ask the question. Okay. Um, whew, so, wow. Um, so you already answered a lot of my questions, which is great. But how did you first become aware of your ancestors and connected to them? Because, I mean, I know only like my grandparents. I don't know beyond that, right? So how did you get connected to your grandparents and your ancestors beyond that? Like, what did you do? Like, why, why did you even have that desire to get connected? Well, it really started as a young child. Um, as a child, I loved sitting at the knee of the elders and listening to their conversations and hearing their stories. And they would love to share their stories with me. And I found them fascinating and very interesting to hear about their parents and their grandparents and their lives and their experiences. <clears throat> and I think because of that, I started feeling this real connection to the people in the stories and wanting to connect and wanting to just really understand their experiences and the things that they survived and overcame and the courage that they had and you know even some of the challenges that they experienced i really wanted to have a deeper connection there but i always had a connection with the spirit world in my dreams i would get messages from the ancestors I would have ancestors that would share messages with me and I would find that as I was, you know, connecting with friends and they had questions about particularly relationships when I was younger, they would, the ancestors would come through and share knowledge and information and some insights on the relationships. But I also come from two really amazing intuitive grandmothers. One was a healer in her community. She was very intuitive. She would tell me quite a bit that, you know, one day you'll be doing this work and, you know, you, you will find that there'll be a deeper connection and that the ancestors will be speaking to you more. And you've been identified as one of the healers of the family. <clears throat> and I have another cousin that recently has been stepping forward and she too has been identified so we as i spent more time with that grandmother and then my other grandmother on my mother's side was very very intuitive and would share stories with me and talk to me about her experiences with her family members um, her mother died at a very early age so i always felt a little bit of a connection to her Mm -hmm. And that's where really this interest in the ancestors began. And over the years, the connection became more and more powerful. And I would say right around the time that my father passed away, well, actually, just before he, he got sick. So his mother died, um, my grandmother that was the healer, 
And I felt a real connection to the ancestors and would talk to her and she would give me suggestions and ideas for healing and helping people. And then when my father passed away, that's when the messages of ancestral story clearing came through. That's when they really started sharing with me a method for helping people. All of this that I do comes through them. Mm-hmm. It isn't something that I came up with or, or you know, sat down and go, oh, I'll do this. It really is me channeling messages from them over the years and now bringing this together in a way that helps other people. So that's really how I got started. Now, I tell people all the time, I didn't always listen. <laughs> so I would get messages and I would receive guidance and I didn't always listen to it. But over the years, I've learned that the more I listen to the messages from the ancestors, the more joy I have in my life. So there's been a direct connection. And the less, um, the less challenge, the less drama I have in my life, the less struggle that, that shows up. And so that's my history of working with the ancestors. Listening to them um, and what they have to say, tuning into them, having a relationship or conversation with them is helping you in your life now, fully expressing your gift, your talents, your abilities in your business, in your relationships, et cetera. Yes, yes. Because, you know, the ancestors know what our life path is. And they've lived this life experience. So they've had a physical ex- a life experience. So they really do understand what it means to be a spiritual being living in a physical body walking this earth. And so they're able to help you by providing you with guidance and, and helping me and providing me with guidance around my purpose, why I'm here, what am I here to do? And I find that when I work with my clients, That's the same thing that comes through when I have people that say, you know, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what I'm here to do. I don't know what my gifts are. I can immediately connect with their ancestors and start to get some information from the ancestors about their life path, what they were born to do, how they were born to share their gifts, what those gifts are. And that has helped me as well with connecting with my ancestors. Awesome. And so, you know, it, this is something that we all can do, right? We can all yes. learn to connect with our ancestors, have a relationship with our ancestors and invite them into our lives. Absolutely. This, does, this isn't a system where I'm the only one that can do it. I like to empower people to connect with their ancestors on their own, to do some of the ancestral story clearing work on their own. I teach people how to do that so that they can clear these stories as well. And the ancestors are always ready to connect with us. And one of the fastest ways to start to build that connection is by having an ancestor altar in your home. And that helps you to invite the ancestors into your home, into your life, into your space, and invite them in to help you. And that, I mean, that's sort of the first place that I start with people. Let's Mm -hmm. start by getting that altar created. And as I tell people, an altar is a work in progress. It's not a finished product. You know, Mm -hmm. it's something that you're continuously developing and adding to and taking things away and shifting and changing. And your ancestors will even tell you some of the things that they would like you to add to your altar so that they can um, feel the connection or feel your desire to connect with them. 
So yes, connecting with your ancestors is something that everyone can do. And the ancestors are always ready to connect and support you. Even when you don't know that they're there, you don't feel their presence, they're definitely there. And most frequently they visit people in their dreams. And so mm -hmm. there are certain um, practices that I share with people for preparing themselves to receive those messages in their dreams because the ancestors love to show up in our dreams. Awesome. Cool. So I know that there's lots of questions and Adam, I'm not sure if, you know, you can continue to share with us your wisdom through the messages. So can you talk a little bit about how you work with giving these, um, these messages from the ancestors? Sure. Yeah. So the first thing that we do, it, the first thing that I do is I invite the loving and kind ancestors to come in. And oftentimes there'll be, um, one, of the, um, one of the things that happens most frequently are grandmothers. You know, the grandmothers will come in and then, then the grandmothers will, will lead me to an ancestor that is really having some challenges and really hasn't shifted well into the spirit world and is needing some forgiveness and reconciliation of some sort. And so we begin by doing forgiveness work with that ancestor. And then I'm able to hear that ancestor's story. The ancestor will tell me what the story is, what happened, what some of the challenges were. And I end up being able to share that with the client. And most of the time people will say, wow, you know, I've experienced that. That's similar to what my life has been. And then from there, I invite that ancestor to now help the client and provide us with some spiritual practices. And the ancestor will provide a spiritual practice or several spiritual practices that that person can do to begin to clear that story. And some of the spiritual practices are not necessarily just sitting still and meditating. Some of them are like preparing soup. You know, mm -hmm. I have a client, I have several clients where the ancestors have talked about you know, a soup and the client will say, well, wow, you know, my great grandmother used to prepare this soup and everybody in the family loved the soup or it may be baking a cake or inviting people over to share a meal. So there are different spiritual practices that the ancestors will offer. And when people do these spiritual practices, and that's why I tell people, it's not just me sharing the story. It's not just me doing the energy clearing of the karmic story, it really is you now taking this information, doing the spiritual practice and creating the altar and inviting the ancestor in and working with that ancestor that really clears and shifts that story for you in your current life experience. Yeah, so it's, it's you know, it's not just you know, uh, it's not a passive type of no. work, you know, it's, no. it's, um, it's more of an engagement as well, right? It is. Yes, it is. It is definitely engagement. It means, you know, real participation. And like any relationship that we have, we create relationships with people and we have to engage with them. We have to work with them. We have to get to know them and we have to spend time with them in order for that relationship to really become a very um, positive and, and uplifting relationship. And it's the same thing with the ancestors. Mm -hmm. 
Awesome. Good. Thank you. And that's the thing. It's like with any type of relationship, there's a little bit of work involved. You have to put some effort into it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So do you want to take some questions? Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. So we're going to go to Marianne first. She had her hand raised a long time ago, the first one. So Marianne, I'm going to go ahead and unmute you. Hello. Hi, Marianne. Can you hear me? Barely. Yeah, we can't hear you. Yeah, we can't hear you. If you want to type your question in the chat, you can do that. But we can't definitely cannot hear you. You're going to type it in? Okay, you type it in. And then meantime, we'll go to another caller, okay? Okay, so that's that. She did type it in. Oh, she did type it in. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, she did type it in. Where is it? Oh, there it is. <laughs> Good. Uh, so Marianne's question was, um, have I cleared the karma with my mother and the ancestral pattern of betrayal and abandonment and any curses from either parent? Okay. Not even sure about the question, but okay. There's still a little bit of betrayal energy, but it's actually coming further back in your lineage than your mother. It is from the fourth generation grandmother on your mother's mother's side where there was that ancestor experienced a great deal of betrayal. She had two husbands, both of them betrayed her. And she, um, she became very angry. And so she's actually needing some work to clear that energy. And once that is cleared, then you'll find that much of this betrayal energy, <clears throat> excuse me, with your mother will be cleared as well. There is in your lineage, excuse me. Sometimes I get a, a little stuff in my throat when I'm sharing these messages. There is a little bit of grief that also, that's one of the karmic stories as well. So there is some grief that is showing up in your lineage um, that has a relationship to betrayal and abandonment. <clears throat> and so there are a few more things that you can do to clear the abandonment because on your father's side, there, is, there are several stories of abandonment that are going back six generations on your father's father's side um there are there are stories of abandonment that have taken place and so all of that is sort of impacting you now but i do sense that there's been a great deal of clearing that has taken place there's a family healer in your family lineage somewhere 
Um, and I'm getting that you don't necessarily know this person. So it could be, you know, across generations, but. Hold on. One second. I, I, I muted Monique by accident instead of the other person. One second, Monique. All right, there you go. Okay. So you have in your lineage, there are, um, there's a family healer that has been doing some healing work on your family as well. And so many things have been cleared, but the grief, betrayal, and abandonment are three that probably need a little more work. Awesome. Thank you. So let us know how that resonates for you. All right. Good thing you wrote in the chat, Marianne. Um, so I'm going to go to Marlene now. Marlene wrote in the, in the chat, my grandmother on my mom's side said, God always takes away everyone she loves. She had a pattern of loss and grief. After her passing, my husband turned on me, cheated and left. Everyone I dated ended up leaving or, or I left. Then my daughter left. She hasn't contacted me in seven years. I met a new guy. We dated for six months. He called on New Year's to break up with me. He said, we get along great, but then he started saying nasty things. My gram said, I'm trying to protect you. She comes to me a lot. What can I do to release her and her issues from my life now? Mm, that is definitely a story that would be really, really um, powerful to clear in, in, with ancestral story clearing. And it would take a little bit more than we're able to do today. But um, the first thing that we would do is actually go beyond this grandmother and find out in your family lineage, where are their stories of abandonment? And I'm getting that there is a story of abandonment on your father's side um, that goes back seven generations. That was a really, really powerful story. And then on your mother's side, four generations back, actually there's been a pattern and a history of abandonment and that abandonment has been rooted in betrayal and shame, which are both, you know, they're part of the nine karmic stories. So shame is playing a part there as well. One of the things that I would encourage you to do first is you have a collective of grandmothers who were healers. And I would encourage you to call upon that collective of healers to work with your grandmother around forgiveness. And in fact, you can actually, um, the gift that I am offering has a audio meditation in there on forgiveness. And you could actually do that meditation to help your grandmother forgive those who abandoned her forgive those who may have betrayed her so that she can actually begin to be a positive source of support for you as opposed to, you know, sort of the misery loves company kind of situation. And, but she's, she's ready. She's ready for the healing. She's ready to support you. She really just needs this last bit of forgiveness to take place so that she can release this story and be a more positive experience for you. And once that happens, 
the two of you will create some really beautiful relationships and you'll begin to see your relationships and how you interact with people, how people treat you will begin to change as well. Awesome, good, thank you. So Marlene, let us know how that resonates with you. Um, so next one is gonna be, um, oops, one second, Destiny. Destiny, 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 one second. I saw you there. She says she's currently dealing with ancestral miasma and karma, um, and as well as uh, betrayal, um, betrayal issues with family. And she said that her, her mom, her sister, and her are, and one other person in the family are all wound up in a web of betrayal. Do my ancestors see this clearing peacefully? And she is the healer in the family. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, you have a group of ancestors that is that are just beyond the generations that are having trouble. So I'm sensing they're about three generations back that want you to invite them in to help with this healing. They want to support you with releasing the stories of betrayal that are going on in your family lineage. You have, <clears throat> you have a grandmother and, and as she's, you know, connecting with me, she's just shaking her head going, okay, this has to stop. This has to stop. And she wants to support you with stopping it. She is not where the story started but she is definitely an ancestor that's an ascended ancestor that wants to support you. Um, she's actually about seven generations back. And the name that she's giving me is Kara, but it was, it sounds like it may have been a nickname or something, but Kara. And she's saying, just call up on me. I'm, I'm here. I'm ready. I want to support you. I want to help you. And there is, there will be a peaceful resolution that will come. But one of the things that they're sharing with me to tell you is it will come in a way that it's supposed to come and not in the way that you are wanting it to come. So you won't be able to control how it happens. You just have to release it and believe that it will happen. And then invite Kara in to support you with it. But it's definitely one that we could do some work on. Awesome, thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Um, so we're gonna go to Mahar. I'm gonna go ahead and unmute you. Second. Oh. Yep, go ahead. Go ahead, Mahar. Hi, Alara. Hi, Dr. Manek. Hi, Mahar. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a blessing. I just got your email and I, I am on Alara's list and I was, yes, I get to meet the two, talk to two beautiful people. Oh, thank you. Women of the generation. Thank you for being here in our life. So my story is, when you are pregnant, do we absorb 
from our ancestors, you know, what we have, do the child absorb it? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That child receives that DNA. And there's even scientific evidence that shows that our DNA changes as a result of the experiences of our ancestors, as well as our parents. So if you've experienced abuse and your parents have experienced abuse, then that energy is with your child. That doesn't necessarily mean that that child will experience abuse or that the child will even be abusive. It just means that that abuse can show up in many ways. So it could be that the child is abused. It could be the child is abusive. It could be that the child is very sensitive to abuse. And when they see it happening, they're taking action or wanting to stand up and speak out. So you see many people who speak out on issues oftentimes have karmic stories in their families that are related to that issue. So you'll find that if people are really helping people around abuse, maybe you're in counseling or some type of an activist, those people have had a history of abuse in their lineage. So it can show up many ways for your child. Mm. Here's the thing, you can, whether the child is born or is, you know, is unborn, you can clear that story so that child doesn't carry it into his or her life. Wow. Even after they're born, you can shift the story so that they don't carry it into their present lives as well. Wow. I just experienced this with my brother. I'm so blessed I'm in your wisdom school. So I am definitely going to connect with you on that on Tuesday. And uh, yeah, I was just having my brother is falling so badly. And I kept asking and I remember vividly in the dream that, yes, my uncle kept falling sick. So my mom must have absorbed that and my brother is feeling that really bad. So, okay. So I will connect with them or I can ask help from you to connect yes. me, how to help him. Thank yes. you from my heart to allowing oh, you. Thank you. Thank and you thank so you much. for being here and for always being so supportive. And yes, bring the question to the Ancestor Wisdom Group on Thursday and we yes. will definitely do some work with it. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Mahar. Thank, thank you. you, Laura. Thank you. All right. We're going to go to... Aisha, Aisha, I know you wrote in the chat and you also have your hand raised. There you go. Okay, go ahead. Alara, thank you very much. I adore you. Oh, thank um, you, Aisha. <laughs> uh, the irony is today is the anniversary of my father's death. So when I saw this call, I just thought I've got to get on it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The, what I did, yeah, what I did want to ask, and I'm trying not to ask a million questions, um, Basically, I'm somebody that's very hardworking, but I always end up having other people benefiting from what I do. Mm. So, as an example, in my family, there is a lot of betrayal and abandonment issues. I've, and I've, as Monique has been talking, I've realized that. But I have an inheritance issue because my father died when I was very young. My brothers are a lot older. They made sure they got their inheritance and yet they're trying to keep mine. Mm. So what is it that I need to clear to resolve that? 
without because I'm I'm legally trained. I'm not in that field anymore, and I'm trying not to go in there and rip them apart, which is what I want to do. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, so there's a couple of things. Um, one of the stories that is coming up is um, there is a several poverty stories in the family, and poverty doesn't always relate to money. Poverty can be a lack of opportunity. And so along your family lineage, there's been some lacks of opportunity. And that has something to do with why maybe the things that you're doing, other people are stealing the thunder or the limelight or the recognition. Um, and so definitely stories of poverty. Um, <clears throat> there is, of course, betrayal. There's some shame and there's some grief that is taking place. Yeah, those are, are the, the main stories that are happening in your lineage. One of the ways to deal with this experience is by doing some work with your father. Asking your father to come in and be a source of guidance to soften the hearts of your brothers so that they can hear your message, they can hear what you're experiencing, and they can hear and open their hearts to being more fair. And your grandfather, your father, and it looks like there's an uncle are all ready to really work with your brothers to shift this experience that you're having and welcome them in, create an altar. And here's some things to include on your altar. You want to include a photo of your father, if you have one. If there's a photo of your grandfather on your father's side, then definitely that. You want to include something orange on your altar. So it could be an actual orange, but it could be, you know, a piece of fabric or figurine. And you want to include something blue. Those are signs to these men that you want them to come through and help resolve the challenge that you're experiencing with your brother. And then that will start the ball to rolling. We definitely would want to clear some of these karmic stories as well so that you can um, begin to have a different relationship with your brothers. And that will also help them have a different relationship with each other. And then clearing the poverty story also will help them because there's some relationships with money that they have that are not healthy relationships that are stemming from these poverty stories in the lineage. And for whatever reason, they actually have received that poverty story much more um, from a financial piece than you did. Yours was more from lack of opportunities, but theirs is really from financial abundance. And clearing that poverty story will help them shift how they're handling this situation as well. So those are a few things that you can do to get started. Thank you for that. But what doesn't make sense to me is my brothers are all millionaires. 
it doesn't matter. <clears throat> and I'm the only one that isn't. So what you just said is, I'm trying to read, I'm trying to comprehend. Yeah. So poverty doesn't necessarily mean that someone is poor um, or doesn't have money. It can mean that they have poverty thinking. They hoard right. money. Right. They right. they right. use it in ways that um, really express poverty or lack. Right. Um, they use it as a source of control because they're yes. feeling a lack somewhere else in their lives. Right. So they don't okay. necessarily have to be without money. Right. Okay. And can I ask you, would we be able to clear that in a session or would it be a couple? We could, let me just check with the ancestors. And there's abuse as well. I just thought I might as well give you everything as I'm asking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what we, <laughs> what we do is, Sorry, Alara. Um, That's okay. <laughs> yeah. No, what, what we would do is we would definitely work on the story that is kind of driving the other stories. And right. poverty and betrayal are the two stories that are actually impacting all of the other stories. So those are the two stories that we would clear. And in a little while, we'll share with you a program that we're offering that gives you an opportunity in a group setting for us to do that clearing. And then if you want to also do private sessions, we can talk about that as well and offer you know, a private session to go along with the group session. And if you have the private session and the group sessions, you'll find that, yes, you'll have a, a really good chance of clearing these stories. We'll definitely be able to clear one completely in a session and, and the group session, that will usually impact the other. So if we work on, let's say, abuse, then usually that will impact betrayal, that will impact violence, that will impact um, poverty, that will impact grief. So all of the stories are related to one another. When we clear one, we impact the others. Right. Long way right. around, but that, but to your answer, but yes, we could do right. some work to release at least one of those karmic stories. Thank you. What I did was I ended up learning self-defense mm -hmm. to try and, and I'm very, and then I joined a charity to help abuse women, but I honestly felt there was a lot more missing to what I really needed to do instead of sticking a fork in somebody's leg when they pissed me off. No, no I'm not violent, <laughs> but it was when somebody tried to, do something to me a really uh, uh, pretentious dinner party I had to look good but not let people know what was going on because it would be pointed at me so I stuck a finger in his leg uh, sorry a fork in his leg and I thought this is really the way to deal with this <laughs> good for you <laughs> boundaries 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 awesome well, we'll give you some other, we can give you some other tools that you can use too <laughs> so you can use your fork for eating yeah <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you you're, so much. You're welcome. Much. Thank you, Aisha. Thank Bye. you. <laughs> I love that. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, so Mina, Mina has a meal, I swear. Could you tell me something about my ancestral lineage? We have alcohol issues and female subservience. I also have two adopted daughters and have, I have always wondered about this, thanks for the clarity about the, um, uh, how the ancestral lineage affects the adopted children, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. 
immediately when you were saying you were reading the the question addiction energy showed up um four generations back on your father's side there was a male ancestor who had severe addiction problems um, and the addiction was to cover up what we didn't of course know back then but what we know now was to cover up mental health challenges and so <clears throat> this ancestor used alcohol um, specifically to numb the pain of the experiences what that did though is it created a great deal of shame in the lineage so shame shows up in your lineage for a number of generations that grandfather is now ready to clear this and to heal this story and shift the um stories around addiction that are showing up in your family i'm also getting that on your mother's side approximately six generations back there was some addiction as well um it's interesting because this addiction was sort of a food addiction where you know hoarding food taking food overeating that kind of thing um so i don't know if that is showing up in your family or not but definitely an addiction around that that has been passed down and has created different forms of addiction throughout the family i am getting though that there is you know as you get closer to your generation a lot of the addiction energy has been shifted a bit but definitely doing some clearing some forgiveness work with that grandfather would be very really really helpful in clearing addiction from your family and your adopted children um they have in their family lineage some issues with abuse abandonment and betrayal that has happened in their family lineage um, so if you were to clear those for your family lineage you actually impact their experience with those karmic stories as well and so you can clear it for your lineage which now helps to clear it with their lineage too and i could definitely show you how to do that so that those stories don't impact them as they you know move through their lives awesome thank you all right so um we still have lots of people with their hand raised and lots of questions in the chat and for those of you who have written multiple questions i'm not gonna i can't go back and forth and find catch them all so i'm just gonna do go with the first one <laughs> just you know it's just like i'm getting confused i thought i saw like a couple from different people it's like ah i'm gonna miss i'm gonna miss something key but maybe maybe not but before we do that i just want to take a minute and talk about um the special offer that you have for us monique today 
So for those of you who are on the live page, you can just click on special offer. For those of you who are not, you can go to alara.at forward slash show forward slash Monique three. Um, so Monique, do you want to talk a little bit about the special offer? It's uh, there's there's three pieces to it, right? There's the two live group ancestral story clearing sessions, the two ancestral story clearing meditations, and the ultra creation guide. Yes. So this is a, um, it, technically it'll be like a four week program and you will have two live group sessions with me. And what's really beautiful about these group sessions is everyone on the call has an opportunity to ask a question and to receive a healing. So it's very similar to today, but we go even deeper where I actually do the clearing and the forgiveness work and provide you with spiritual practices that your ancestors want for you to do. And I connect you with an ancestor that right now in your life with what you're experiencing is ready to support you and help you on your journey. Everyone gets that opportunity. What's beautiful about this is any of the spiritual practices that are shared in the group are spiritual practices that you can apply to your life as well and help you with whatever story you wanna clear. You'll have an opportunity to select your story. So there are nine karmic stories. You can select one of the karmic stories, or we can focus on the relationship karmic stories. This, is, um, this session will last as long as it needs to. And if I have a lot of people, then we'll add other sessions so that we're able to get through everyone on the call in a timely manner. Those sessions right now are on March 25th and April 8th. If you aren't able to attend a live session, it is not a problem. You can submit your question to me in advance. I'll do the work with the ancestors. I'll provide all of the information during the call as if you were right there with me. When you listen to the replay, the healing that you receive is just the same as if you had been with me live receiving the messages. So don't worry about the dates or times not working, <clears throat> particularly you know different places in the world you'll still have an opportunity. So those are on the 25th and April 8th, and I'll add more sessions if we find that there's a large number of people that are joining us. And then you'll receive two ancestral story clearing meditations. Those meditations will be mailed to you. <clears throat> Excuse me, so you'll receive those meditations. I'm just gonna say emailed to you. Yes, emailed to you. Did I say mailed? Oh my goodness. No, we will not be placing them in stale mail. <laughs> It'll be emailed to you. They will be emailed to you. They're MP3 recordings. And what I will do is after we've experienced the first session and I get a feel for what people are experiencing, then sometimes I'll create custom meditations. But, and so you may get even more than just the two. There may be more that come. And so those two will be mail, emailed to you, emailed to you. <laughs> and then we have an altar creation guide. You know, I've talked a lot today about the importance of establishing an altar to welcome your ancestors into your family. Well, this altar guide will help you create and design your altar. During our group session, if you have a question about your altar and what you may need or want to add to your altar, then we can ask your ancestors, what are some of the things to add to the altar? Like one caller today, they, something orange, something blue. 
your ancestors will give you the different things that they want you to add to the altar. Also, um, you'll experience a guided meditation that will happen during our live session that will also give you some ideas of some things to add to your altar. So the altar creation guide helps you create your altar. So over that four week period, we'll have two live sessions. You'll receive at least two ancestral story clearing meditations, guided meditations. One of those will be on forgiveness and you'll receive an altar creation guide to help you create and build your altar to welcome your ancestors into your life and home. Awesome, thank you. So for those two uh, group session calls, are they gonna be on Zoom or Instant Teleseminar or different? Instant Teleseminar, yes. So okay. they'll be by phone. You'll be able to connect by web call over the internet. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to use your minutes or worry about long distance fees or you can connect by phone. Awesome, thank you. Um, all right, so that is available again at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Monique three. And I think what, one of the things that you said was that everybody who joins the calls live and or sends in a question, um, that question will be answered. So you will get that clearing for a, you know at least one thing, right? So um, if you definitely wanna get your stories cleared. If you want to do this, you know, get some of this stuff cleared that you've been holding on to or working with or trying so hard to clear on your own and it hasn't worked yet, definitely take a look at the special offer and um, purchase it, get it. And the first call I think is March 25th. So there's still time for you to get it. And if, uh, if you do also, because it's, you know, my birthday week, um, you know, take advantage of the discount code that I put in the email a couple of days ago, you can use that, I think. I'll have to double check and make sure. But if you know, if that's something you'd like to do, you know, you can also do that. Um, all right. So Aisha is asking, one of my friends cannot do Zoom. Will there be a replay? I'm assuming you're talking about a replay of this call. Yes. It'll be on YouTube, the replay page and the podcast later today. Absolutely. All right. So um, Monique, do you want to take some more questions? Yeah, let, can I add something and, and sure. just kind of bounce this off of you? Yeah. We've had someone that asked about scheduling a individual session. Yep. I will send you some information so that if you want to add that to it, if someone wants to schedule an a individual session along with the group, mm -hmm. then we'll have a something special for them. So I'll send that to you today, Alara, and then yep. it'll be on the website, I guess. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, and people can purchase a session if they want a session as well. I can, yeah, I'll, I will add that to it, and for sure, yeah, right. good. All right, so because sometimes you know people do want you know Absolutely. to work more, work more, and you know what? more with you, right? Instead of right. just in the group, but they want to work individually with you. Um, <clears throat> so let's see here. So the, okay, I'll, I'll put the code in the, in the replay email. It will go out later. There was an email that went out on my birthday or the day after my birthday. <laughs> it's been a not fun week. Um, it's been a not fun week, but it's all good. All getting better. So it's all good. All right. So do you want to take some more questions? Yes. So we're going to uh, unmute Elizabeth. I'm going to go ahead and unmute you. Hello. Hi. 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 Yes, we can. Hi. Oh, thank you for taking my call. 
Sure. What's your question? Um, my question is, I'm not sure how it fits, but um, there's sort of this family story around um, everything's hard. You know, we all get sick. There's not enough money. <laughs> it's like a problem theme. And I'd really love any help with um, releasing that. Um, Mm -hmm. So we have illness story that's happening. We have a poverty story that's happening. Ancestors are saying violence. Mm. And some grief. Mm. And the grief seems to be sort of the main story from, interesting, 14 generations. So definitely take a look at your, um, the history of your, um, where your ancestors originated from. And yes. that may also give you some insight into the grief. I'm suspecting that it had something to do with war and mm. poverty. Yes. Okay. Um, an ancestor who, um, if we go to fourth or fifth generation, father's side, there's an ancestor who, it appears maybe left for war and didn't come home. Um, was killed and it left the family experiencing grief, shame, and poverty. Mm -hmm. And the shame came from them not having enough. Poverty, obviously, losing, you know, a, a family member who was making money, earning money, um, and the grief from the loss. This ancestor who ex who went off to war is saying that he felt like he was sort of forgotten and that made him very angry. Um, and he went off to war, but he wasn't, and it's interesting now that I'm, he's, he wasn't killed in war. He actually died from an illness. Mm -hmm. It was sort of like a sudden death, heart attack or something like that. Um, breathing problems, he's saying. He's kind of clutching his heart, but he's also having problems breathing. And so that is what, that is how he lost his life. And that seems to be where some of the illness actually originated from in your family. So, um, but he's ready to provide guidance. He, with your altar, He's saying that he loves sports. Mm -hmm. So anything that you have that you can place on your altar that is, has something to do with sports is a way of inviting him in mm -hmm. to support you. Um, he definitely is looking for some forgiveness um, for not coming home for dying early, for not taking care of himself, 
Um, so definitely some forgiveness work. And that could be as easy as you just saying, you know, we forgive you for those things. It doesn't have to be any, you know, huge ceremony can be, but it doesn't have to be. It's just, you know, you can just state it. Um, you can light a candle on your altar, place um, a glass of water and have the sports items and just do a ceremony to him by lighting the candle and, and telling him that he's forgiven and mm-hmm. that he can release the burden and the connection and the shame and the grief. Um, he can release that now and come and help your family release it as well. So that's yeah. a way for you to get started. And do you think that some of these conditions can be passed on? And like, if he did have the heart condition that that could go down through the line and this could help heal that as well. Yeah. The, we do see that some of those can be passed down from generation to generation. Here's the thing, a physical heart problem doesn't necessarily mean that a physical heart problem is passed down from generation to generation. It could actually be, um, a difficulty connecting with people. Mm, um, right. It could be experiencing a broken heart, right? So it doesn't necessarily have to be, yes, he had a heart problem, so now members of the family will have a heart problem. Mm. What we do when we clear that story is if there are people who have emotional issues around heart problems or physical issues around heart problems, we're creating a um, space for the body to heal, the mind to heal, the soul, the spirit to heal in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yes. That actually makes a lot of sense. And, and my daughter has a heart problem and she loves sports. So I just think oh, that's, interesting. Okay. <laughs> I might use some of her um, trophies and such. <laughs> would that, do you think right. that would be okay for the altar? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. In fact, may even find that he's actually been to visit her before mm-hmm. in her dreams. Yes. Um, okay. I would definitely say that this would be an ancestor that you would want to create um, a real connection with and ask him to help your daughter with any problems that she's having heart-wise as well. Yeah, that sounds really nice. Thank you so much for this information. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So I'm going to just take a question from, oh, one second. Um, Sabatier? I'm not sure if I'm saying Sabatier right, but there was a question from Sabatier, um, from what I remember, I'm trying to find it. Um, from Eastern Europe, and everybody in my family suffered from alcohol and depression, myself included. I started drinking very early and suffered from suicidal thoughts since childhood. Could you please help clearing that or give some information? Because mm-hmm. we're not doing actual clearing on the call today, right, Monique? Yes. Yes, we're doing more um, just Messages. connecting you with that ancestor, understanding where the story came from, and then maybe a few things that you can do to get started. Yeah. Um, the full clearing takes a little more time, but let's connect here. 
definitely um definitely feeling abandonment is the foundation of the addiction and that abandonment was a withholding of love there is an ancestor on your father's side seven generations back who experienced um emotional abandonment withholding of love because this particular ancestor had some disabilities both physical and emotional disabilities and so that ancestor was um ostracized was um, mistreated and didn't really receive the love that was desired so this ancestor as um, he grew up became addicted to alcohol but abandonment is the real issue and if we work with the story of abandonment then that would help with um the addiction challenges as well but they're actually you know but there are there are some addiction stories that are in the family too one of the things that you can begin to start with is one being sure that you're getting the um, medical support or um, professional support that you need that's one definitely making sure that you're getting the professional support from um, a counselor or a mental health professional that can support you and so i don't want to leave you feeling like oh if i only do this everything will be okay when you work with both of these at the same time where you're getting the professional support and we're doing the ancestral story clearing that's when you'll find a really powerful transformation that takes place for you and for you doing some clearing around abandonment would really help with the addiction and then we would do some clearing stories of addiction from your family lineage as well so both of those would go hand in hand um, along with partnering with whatever services you're currently receiving to help you with the um the things that you're experiencing awesome thank you all right so uh, we're gonna go to scott on the phone lines i know it's not a phone but you know what i mean so i'll go ahead and unmute you scott so saboteur let us know how that resonates with you okay I, they already said that the emotional abandonment resonates with me a lot, not drinking anymore, so that's good. But Wonderful. if you're still having um, suicidal thoughts, tendencies, depression, etc., definitely see um, get professional help for that as well. Okay? Yeah, good. Not anymore. Good. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. All right, Hi. Scott. Sorry about that. Scott, Hello. get a question. Oh uh, yeah, I'm just feeling dizzy. I've been feeling dizzy for a long time, mm. so I'm just trying to look. I mean, I can put a story to it, but it doesn't make sense anymore. I've learned too much. <laughs> you're saying you're feeling dizzy as in physically dizzy or just overwhelmed with the information? No, physically dizzy. Physically dizzy. Okay. And this has been going on for a while? Yes. Okay. And you've received medical support? 
the medical okay. sports the reason I'm dizzy. Okay, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Let's connect with your ancestors and see what we can give. You have on your father's side, oh, it's interesting. On your father's side, about six generations, you have a, would be like an uncle who suffered what we would know now as a concussion. Um, but back then it was, you know, a head injury. And that left him with some, some brain issues, some brain challenges. Um, and he is sharing with me that for you to be patient, that there is going to be a clearing that takes place for you that will reduce the experience that you're having with dizziness. And he feels a, a very deep connection with you. So here's what he's suggesting for you, that any medical professional that you work with, that you invite this ancestor, this uncle, to join you in helping to enhance the skills and the gifts, the knowledge, the wisdom and the intuition of that medical professional to get to the bottom of what's happening for you in a way that then allows for a um, healing to take place. He's also saying that isn't the only way that you'll experience a healing, but that is one way that will help set the foundation for healing. He's also saying that he wants you to welcome him into your home and he wants you to create something on your altar that represents balance for you. And when you put that on your altar, that is a sign to him that you are welcoming him in. Now what you want to do, so it's not enough to that we just create our altars. We also have to use our altars for ancestor veneration. So one of the things that would be really helpful for you is when you are really feeling the dizziness on a on a really deep level um maybe there's times that are worse than others have you experienced that mm, it's been consistent i mean it's getting better mm -hmm. i mean i'm doing a lot of work on my own yeah but so here's what you can do is work with your altar by coming to the altar, um, something that represents balance, something colorful on the altar, and something that represents peace to you. So those three things on your altar, I mean, you can add more things, but those three would be important. Okay. And also adding to your altar would be um, something that you enjoy that is tasty, like if you like chocolate or something like that, adding that to your altar. You're welcoming this uncle in. Actually, he said add chocolate to the altar. 
you're welcoming this uncle in to help create balance to reduce the dizziness. So when you're at your altar, you just want to stand at your altar or sit by your altar and just say, I invite you in to create a sense of steadiness and calm, peace and balance for me. And then just say, please and thank you. And you can do that two or three times a day until you start to feel some shifting that takes place. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you, Scott. All right. We're going to go one more. Uh, Melissa has had her hand raised for a while. And I think you also typed in a question in the chat, but I'm not sure. So go ahead, Melissa. Okay. Do I just start talking? Yeah. Ask your question. Thank you. Um, yes, I would like to know what, um, I was just typing in another question that popped in my head about ancestors, but what I would like to know is if you could pinpoint what is the main story that I could work on now to oh, stop all the struggle. And as this went on, I realized that not only the trauma and drama, but like my, I noticed, I just remembered like my father struggled so much and he was really, he was just, I felt he was destined for really great things and that never happened. And, you know, I keep being told, you know, all these things that I'm here to do, but I can't, I can't get past all this struggle to, um, for any progress to, you know, so it just leaves me very sad. Like, all right, um, let's, let, let's see what Monique has to say. One second, Melissa. Thank you. You're welcome, Melissa. Um, so what came up for me with you, obviously, is um, poverty stories. And um, there's some shame in there as well. Um, shame about the, the poverty and betrayal. So poverty, betrayal, and shame are three of the stories that show up. And then there's some abandonment energy as well that is in the lineage. So for you, I would say that the first story that you would wanna work on would be around poverty. And here's the thing, it not so much, you know, once again, not just about financial poverty, but there is a lack that's showing up in your life, a lack of opportunity, a lack of resources, um, there's some self-love challenges that are going on there. Um, a lack of support. So we would definitely want to start working with issues around poverty and lack. And by shifting those, that's when, and clearing those and welcoming in the ancestors that can help with that. There's a grandmother on your mother's side about four generations back, that grandmother, um, she's saying to me, so this is her child, I know your story, and I want to help you ease your pain, ease your struggle. And so she wants to connect with you. She wants to support you. She wants to come through. Um, and her, her name might be Alana. Um, 
sometimes I don't quite hear the names real clear, but it sounds like Alana. Um, I don't know how much research you've done in your family that you might be able to find her name, but it doesn't matter even if you, you don't or haven't. Uh, she actually is saying that she is, she is the grandmother of opportunity. She's been able to create resources and opportunities out of nothing. And she can show you and support you with doing the same. Invite her in, welcome her into your life and ask her for guidance, ask her for support. And you'll start to see some shifting that will take place as well. Would love to work with you on clearing some of these stories so that you can really step into your gifts more and express them in the world in a way that releases struggle for you. Very important. All right, thank you. I really, really appreciate that. I was gonna ask if there was an ancestor. So that was all just very wonderful and complete. Um, I, I ask related question just really fast. If a, yes. child, if a child dies before us, can, can we, I mean, are they then an ancestor? I mean, can we clear for them so that in their, their future um, or their parallel lives that, that, that the things that we clear are also helping them? Yes, yes. You know, a lot of times we think of ancestors as older people, as people who, um, you know, were much older than us. No, an, an ancestor can be any blood-related or even non-blood-related person who lived a physical life and is now experiencing a spiritual life in the spirit world. That is your ancestor. And any work that you do to clear stories can benefit that ancestor. And sometimes that ancestor, like that child may come through as a source of support and help. That child oftentimes, particularly if it were, was a more recent loss, that child can come through and support and provide as much guidance and, and wisdom and, and inspiration and information as an ancestor who died at 90 years old. It's still just as powerful. Thank you, that was really important to me. Thank you, I really appreciate that. Oh, it you're just, welcome. I really sensed it and it just makes so much sense. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I, yes, I feel very blessed. Thank you for, um, speaking with me and thank you for sharing all this information alara thank you for taking it. i really appreciate it you're welcome melissa you're thank welcome you. melissa blessings to you all right awesome all right so um that was a lot <laughs> that was a lot of questions i mean you know we did a lot of questions a lot of messages or not we monique did all the messages but um the thing is, is like, it, it is helpful sometimes to know, you know, that little bit that we just got today about our ancestor, what we can add to the altar, you know, how we can call them in, you know, like what they can help us with. That's all really, really helpful. And also, you know, if you are so inclined and if this, you know, resonates with you, then definitely take advantage of the special offer because then you can actually get one or two of those stories actually cleared cleared from you cleared from your ancestors cleared for your children um and that's important because that that's about you know lightening up your energy field 
you know, giving you more vital force energy for you to create moving forward. Right, right, Monique? Yes, yes, it does. It helps you, it helps them, it helps future generations. It helps your cousins, your uncles, your aunts, all of your living family members. So when you do this work, you're giving a gift to your entire family. Beautiful. <laughs> and, this, and then trust me, that is very, very generous. I know. So for those of you who are um, interested and would like to work, you know, more closely with Monique, you can take a look at the special offer, which is available at laura.at forward slash show forward slash Monique three. And we will add an option to have a personal session as well with Monique um, for those of you who have been requesting that as well. Okay. So we will add that to the special offer page. Just give me some sometime so it'll be there either you know well later today <laughs> um <laughs> later today so monique what is going on because as soon as i got on the call i couldn't talk anymore like what what what, what happened here <laughs> you know i i find the same thing happens when i start talking about the ancestors sometimes my throat um you know i start having a lot of drainage on my throat um well, you know, your ancestors have been speaking through you for, for years. Um, you come from a long line of really powerful women in your lineage mm -hmm. who are, um, who were healers and who had no problem helping other people share their message. They were sort of, you know, we see a lot of times these images of one woman lifting another up, lifting another up. Yeah. You come from a lineage of women that lifts women up. Wow. And in the process lifts other people up. And, and chills all over. Yeah, yeah. They are, um, they're funny, they're fun, they're wise, um, very beautiful they were very beautiful women they were striking people they commanded respect when they came into the room and many were even um you know they were much much ahead of their time um culturally and yet they were still respected and so these grandmothers are constantly with you and supporting you and guiding you and they said that sometimes they um, they want you to just kind of be silent, mm. be silent, so that they can come through. So it's interesting because I uh, the sense that I get from them is, as we were doing this show, they are wanting to come through, and we were actually calling them in. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> so they were actually coming through as well. Um, your dreams will probably be kind of interesting tonight. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> I have been having interesting dreams the past couple of days and, you know, so traveling. And I was in India last night in my dreams, you know. Um, wow. So that was, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, and the last thing that I'll share with you too is they are sharing with me that, um, there is a new piece of your work that is going to be showing through. Um, and you already kind of have an idea of what it is, but you've been a little bit unsure and they're saying, go for it. So whatever <laughs> that is, go for it. Okay. Awesome. 
I'll see what that is. I mean, there's always some something coming in. It's like, yeah. yes. All right. Awesome. Oh, I know. What the, I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got it. Thank you. Because like I forget. But no, I got it. Um, no, thank you. Because I was. It was so weird. You know that as soon as I got on and I started talking, my voice went, and it's still not back a hundred percent, right? And it's like right. that never happens. You know, it's like what. Right. It's like, what's going on? What am I not allowed to say, right? Because it's like, you know, it's like, okay. So it's like, I'm just going to sit back and let Monique do the whole thing. <laughs> I'm not going to do too much. Um, so, yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, so I just wanted to share what Melissa has said. So Melissa has been on our calls many, many times and, um, you know, talked about her son who had passed, you know, uh, many times. So this, I'm glad that she was able to get that clarity with you and that yeah. um, that reassurance that the work that she does and is doing, you know, can all, also help to clear her son and other family members as well. So Melissa says, long ago, I decided I would be the one to heal the trauma and drama that both my parents and myself experienced. My son, who's also deceased and experienced these as well, will I be able to heal him as well? Yes. So that stops in his further incarnations or parallel lives. Not sure how a child becomes your ancestor. Yeah, I know, right? It's, but um, yeah. but also I just want to say really quickly too. So yeah, we can we can do clearings on behalf of our ancestors, our children, etc. But also, it's still also their choice what they what they want to experience, right? Absolutely. Because everybody's a soul, right? So as much as I would like to protect my children from experiencing certain things that I, you know that maybe I experienced. You know, they came and into this into this life experience to have certain experiences. You know, and so and they ha they want to make certain choices and do certain things. So I'm not gonna stop that. You know, I'm gonna let them have their free will and choice. But of course, any parent does not want their child to go through any of the stuff that we went through. You know, that's that's for sure. And if well, we can ease their path in any way, like, you know, we we want to do that. So go ahead, Monique. Yeah. So let's say that there's a history of um, betrayal in the family. It doesn't necessarily mean that your children absolutely won't experience betrayal. What it means is if the experience takes place, it won't be as devastating. They'll be able to get back to a place of joy and happiness much faster because there's no longer a karmic story that is embedded in them that is causing that betrayal to become so ingrained and so deep in them that they can't move forward. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the reasons. It doesn't mean that none of this stuff will ever happen again. It just means that it won't have the same kind of impact. Um, and it could mean that it'll never happen again. I mean, that's a, that's a possibility as well. Yeah. But like you said, they're a soul living this path, they have free will, and they may make choices that create stories of betrayal. Mm -hmm. But they'll be able to shift out of those. Or if we've done the clearing and they're in a situation where betrayal comes up, they may be able to identify it, correct it, deal with it very quickly. Yeah, much better than we have done. <laughs> Right. Exactly. exactly. I mean, let's, let's be honest, right? I mean, my, my, yes. my, my daughter is like so much better than me. So in like in every way, I mean, it's like, oh my God, my son, again, same thing, so much better than I ever was at their age, you know, and I've right. um, been able to 
get past and through certain things with much more grace than I did, you know, I'll be honest, right? You know, I mean, I just like stumbled, you know, but they're like much, much better suited. And part of that is because of all the, I'm going to, I'm going to claim it, part of the work that I've done all these right. years, you know? Absolutely. I did a lot of work on myself. And so be, being the mother or being the parent, it does trickle down to the children, right? It does. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and so uh, everything that we do for ourselves, it definitely helps, definitely helps. So Aisha has asked this question a couple of times in the chat, so I'm going to ask you, Monique. Okay. She's asking if you could uh, do a quick prayer for her father, who it's his anniversary of his death today. And at the same time, you know, you know I'm, I'm a little selfish, and it's like, can you just do a prayer for all of us? Yes, yes, Who yes, is yes, listening yes. now, watching now, listening later, watching later. So let's just take a moment to... Um to just take a deep breath and just release. And we're just gonna take a quick journey to connect with an ancestor and offer love and forgiveness and prayers for them. So just imagine yourself walking on a beautiful brick golden path and you're taking your journey on this path and you're noticing the beauty surrounding you, the sounds of nature. And you're taking your journey down this path and you come to an opening. And the opening at the end of this path is the garden of your ancestors. And as you walk into the garden of your ancestors, you'll notice the trees are surrounding you and those trees are forming a circle. And from those trees come your ancestors one by one, joining you in the circle. And now you come and you take your seat in the middle of the circle. And you feel the energy and the peace of these ancestors. Each of them directing a beautiful light of clearing, cleansing energy. And feel that light as it surrounds you and it begins to clear every chakra in your body. It clears the DNA, it clears these stories, it cleanses and it opens you to all the beauty that the world has to offer. And as you sit in this space, an ancestor comes forward. And that ancestor comes forward and sits with you looking you eye to eye. And as you sit with this ancestor, eye to eye, this ancestor has a message for you. Take a moment to receive that message now. And now take a moment to share your love and words of kindness, appreciation, gratitude, honor, and forgiveness with this ancestor. We ask that this ancestor be forgiven for all times when there may have been betrayal, abuse, abandonment, 
poverty, illness, addiction, shame, grief, or violence. We ask that all of these karmic stories be released. We ask for the times when love may have been withheld, that there be forgiveness. We ask that this ancestor forgive himself or herself and forgive all others. We ask that this ancestor be forgiven and that all be well. We ask the creator to help with his forgiveness, to place a beautiful light on this ancestor and allow this ancestor to become an ascended ancestor that is now ready, available to guide us, support us on our journey, to help us clear all of the karmic stories that are disrupting our happiness. We pray for each and every one of our ancestors. We welcome them and we honor them. We ask them to provide us with wisdom and guidance now and forever. Please and thank you, please and thank you. And now just allow yourself to feel the presence of the ancestors, thanking them for being here, knowing that you can come back and connect with them at any time. Thank your ancestor that shared his or her wisdom with you. This ancestor has three colors for you, three beautiful colors for you to take with you back into the present moment. Receive those colors now. Once again, thank this ancestor. And now allow yourself to come back into the present moment, saying your goodbyes for now. Begin to walk along the golden path, feeling uplifted, inspired, motivated, filled with courage, knowing that these ancestors are always gathering to support you. And as you walk along the golden path, feel the peace surrounding you. And as you walk the path, come into the present moment. Begin to move your body and open your eyes. And just remember to write down the colors that you received. And those three colors are colors that you can add to your altar now. Awesome. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm like sweating. <laughs> so hot now, my goodness, the energy is like, ah, so hot. It was, yeah, that was lovely. Beautiful. So hopefully, Aisha, that was even more than you had asked for. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked. So thank you for asking. Um, wow. Thank you, Monique, so much. I, again, you. like always, you know, we so much enjoy having you on our show. I wish we could have you on like once a month instead of just once or twice a year. It's like, we learn so much. It's always so much fun. Great. I just love it. Anytime. I love being here with you. Absolutely love being here with you. I love your show. And I am so grateful that you are shining a light on so many people and um, really helping so many people through your show and your work and how you show up in the world. So thank you for being who you are. Oh, thank I you. appreciate you. And I would love to come back anytime you want me. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, everybody. I know we didn't get to all the questions, but um, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for asking your questions. 
and um, you know, it's it's such it's so wonderful to have like these different experiences on the show, these different resources, this these different support systems that you can all connect to, to assist with your life, right? So that's why I just like I, I love having the different guests because they bring different flavors and nuances and different tools and resources. So please do take advantage of them. Um, so thank you, thank you, everyone. Thank you again, Monique. And until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Bye.